All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Amen. If you're just joining us and Nick leaves us in, which I don't know if oh. he's going to or not. Uh, I haven't thought about that. Nick just prayed for me because I haven't been able to smell since having COVID last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And what a great Christmas present. That was awful. Merry Christmas. You can't smell anything. It was so bad because my favorite thing is like Christmas. I take yes. the, have the week off usually between yeah. Christmas and New Year's. And yeah. that week is like drink really good bourbon which if you can't smell you can't Dude, taste that well that definitely takes away from that eat like great great food and smell. none of it tasted right yeah. none of it smelled right <clears throat> it's just yeah it was, it was and now bad. you're just fine with it well the smell part because i kind of have to be uh-huh you know cuz it it doesn't yeah and my mic is falling down well <laughs> you know there, there was okay, there was time better. to adjust that but you decided to start <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'm done now. It's adjusted. Speaking of uh, like food disappointing you, yeah. Guess what? I had the worst experience in my life yesterday. Okay, that's okay. Well, that's 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 a, that's a lot. <laughs> Doing um, how? Sorry, let me let me adjust that. Okay. My expectations were deeply disappointed leaving Chipotle. <gasps> I know, and I know you love Chipotle. I love Chipotle probably more than me. Yeah, probably more than everybody. Um, even though Sarah and I added our, uh, it, we wanted to add a photo of Chipotle to our like wedding um, website to be like, Chipotle kind of helped build our relationship because we got it like once a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, if you ever hear us both talking about Sarah, it's because we both married someone named Sarah. Yeah. And they're not the same person. Not the same person. Um, even though <laughs> we also have the same degree. Anyway, um, <laughs> and they're the same Enneagram. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So back to Chipotle. <laughs> um, yeah. Guess what? What? Uh, d- okay. You, do you ever get the the uh, peppers, whatever? The fajita veggies? Fajita veggies. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. If you were to season those, what would you season them with? I would do some olive oil, salt, and pepper. Like, okay. Keep it simple. How about Italian seasoning? Uh, no. Ew. Yeah. That's what they added to it. That's uh, Why is that even in the restaurant? It was terrible. Of course. I ate only half of my burrito. Ah. And I only ate half of it because I needed to eat food. Somebody must have smuggled that into work. Dude, it was, I was so frustrated. It's like, I was looking forward to this and now I'm eating like half a burrito and half like an Italian thing. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. So maybe, maybe somebody like also works at the Olive Garden and they just brought in a big thing of dressing. Or Chipotle doesn't charge for four fajita veggies and now they're trying to get away to do that, uh, wait. Or they don't uh, want to. They don't want anybody to order them anymore, so they're gonna make yeah. it taste terrible. To say, yeah, money. that's what I mean. That's, that's exactly. Smart. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> ah, Chipotle. They still offer ah. it for free. I respect it. I don't like it, but I respect that move, Chipotle. Well, Kyle, uh-huh. I'm glad you're back. And you know what? The holidays coming up. <laughs> probably gonna record like two a week for the rest of the year, <laughs> and that is your fault. <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> uh-huh. Just kidding, sort of. Um. Uh, I have a couple things I'd like to talk about today. Okay. Well, actually, well, I want to talk about one, but I want you to help choose. Okay. Go for it. So one, and this, this is all because it's happening in my life, and it, and I think it's a good thing to talk about. So one would be like forgiveness with people, okay. 
how to move through that in that, how to like follow Jesus in that. What is, what does he say about that? Is there anything about it? Um, second yeah. thing, <clears throat> how to have or when to have conflict. Cause I don't think, I think as Christians, we're actually called to lead that really, really well. Yep. And I think, unfortunately we just avoid it in mm. the spirit of looking happy or whatever, like looking like everything's good. Everything's fine. Um, third thing, how to have really difficult conversations. Cause I feel like that's been happening a lot in my life. Mm. Those are the three things. I think they're all really good and worth talking about. They're all kind of wrapped in together, but what do you, what do you think? I think let's start with forgiveness. Okay. Because if you can do that one first, then all the other stuff about conflict and how to That's resolve true. it and how to have it and all, all that stuff, That's it'll true. go wildly better and different yes. than everybody who doesn't believe in Jesus. So the yes. core thing that makes you different as a follower of Jesus is how you handle yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. Period. So let's start yep. there. So so today we're talking about... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think you have to say that again. <laughs> today we're talking about uh, what is forgiveness? When to forgive? Yep. How to forgive? And why to forgive? And why and why to forgive? Yeah. Okay. And that's the most important part. Is yeah. Is the why to forgive? Yeah. And the simplest thing I'm going to give people one place to start. Um, if you want to dig into this more, there's lots of verses in the Bible about forgiveness. And I, you know, a good thing on, on any topic we ever talk about, go to BibleGateway.com or any other Bible-y website, whatever. <laughs> this one's a great has great search. You go to a website like BibleGateway.com and you just type in forgiveness or forgive and you'll get all kinds of verses about like, mm-hmm. so you can learn on your own yeah. more. But <clears throat> I want to really center us in on this one. This is from Matthew 6, verse 12, smack in the middle of what is called the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Lord's Prayer is when people ask Jesus, like, how do we, how do we pray? Um, and, and prior to that, prayer was mostly modeled by the religious leaders as an act of righteousness. And this is critical because it's going to tie into forgiveness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the whole chapter starts with Jesus saying, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. Hmm. So the whole thing is like, and this is, again, this is going to make sense in a minute. Yeah. It's an attack by Jesus on people's self-righteousness. Yeah. Self-righteousness is, Literally the belief that I am in the right. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yeah. End of story. I'm good. If there's a problem, it's not me. That's that's what righteousness is. Yeah. Self-righteousness. Sorry. And so Jesus says, don't, don't do that. Instead, when you pray, do this way. And so he, the flip on his prayer, you have to understand the flip is from self-righteousness, which is pride, to righteousness that comes from God, which is humility. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this entire prayer is sort of saturated with the idea of humility and righteousness that doesn't come from what I do in myself, but comes as a gift from God. So let me walk us through the first couple verses of this prayer and then get to verse 12. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is again, Matthew 6. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay. So right there off the bat summary of what that means for the sake of forgiveness. Not what I want or feel okay. or hope yeah. happens for people, right. but what you want and hope and feel and hope happens for people. By you, you mean God. God. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Then Jesus says to pray, give us today our daily bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. A miniature lesson on bread. 
in the Bible. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I promise this is all going to come together. <laughs> Just hang with me. And I believe everybody here is more than smart enough to follow along, even even as a sort yeah. of stumble through it. Yeah. You're going to pick up the pieces and it's going to be great. <laughs> okay. Um, bread in the Bible is highly, highly significant. Okay. If you've ever heard of the thing called communion or the Lord's Supper that references the very last meal Jesus ever had with his disciples, literal like hours before he was arrested mm-hmm. and then beaten and crucified the next day. Yeah. Um, he eats this meal, and the meal they were eating is the Passover meal, which also had bread in it. So bread, I say that just to say bread's highly significant. Bread never just means bread, is okay. the point I'm making. Why so when, can't it just mean bread? Well, it can, it can also mean bread. Oh. But there's a, a, a verse that comes out of the um, Old Testament, I think from Deuteronomy, that Jesus quotes when he's tempted by Satan. It says, man doesn't live on bread alone, mm. but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Okay. okay, so there's this idea of like bread is important and yeah. it's not what you live by, right? Right. So if bread is not the thing I live by, okay. good question to ask is how come in the place where Jesus said this is how you should pray, he says to ask for the thing that's actually not that important? Interesting. It's because he's he's not meaning literal bread alone. When he says yeah. pray for daily bread, he says he means the kind of bread that is his kind of bread. Okay. And his kind of bread is the broken bread in communion or the Lord's Supper, where he takes a piece of bread that's on the table, he cracks it in half, and he says, this is my body broken for you. What does that mean? Here's the grace I'm offering mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing mm-hmm. to be in a relationship with you to allow myself to be so impacted by yeah. you yeah. that it, it breaks me <clears throat> in some degree. That's, that's broken bread. Okay. So as I pray this prayer every day, one of the mm. things I pray for is, Jesus, be broken bread for me. Give me the grace that I need today and help me be broken bread for other people. Help me okay. be okay. grace to them. Right. Give them grace, okay? That is all a setup because the very next line is verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Mm. Only a person who doesn't follow self-righteousness yeah. or believe the lie of pride that says... I'm right and everybody's wrong. Yeah. Only a person who coming into the situation has said to God, your will, what you want, not me, not my emotions, not yeah. my anger steering me here as I think about interacting with this person who's wronged me. Not that guy, but your will, your kingdom come. Only a person who is acknowledged to God, you've broken yourself for me in yeah. grace. Yeah. Help me break myself <clears throat> for other people in grace. Mm. Only that person can arrive at forgiveness with the mindset of, of Jesus and follow through on it. Okay. And with this forgiveness line here, it's, it's really clear, and it's a flip on what we want it to be. It's forgive us our sins or our debts mm-hmm. as we also have forgiven our debtors. Mm-hmm. What I wish it said is... Um, let me forgive people like you've forgiven me. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. what, that's what I wanted to say. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, help me just do, the, do my best, Jesus, yeah. to forgive other people the way you've forgiven me. Yeah. And by the way, if you're, a, if you're a Christian, I'm not assuming everybody listening is, that's totally cool. If you are, then the thing you believe is that Jesus has holistically forgiven you for every mistake you ever have made, the mistakes you currently are making and every mistake you ever will make for the whole rest of your life. Yeah. So he's yeah. forgiven you a lot. Right. Can we just agree with that? Yes. Right? 
And, and so what I'd like to say to Jesus is, hey, like you've forgiven me so much, like help me like do my best to be kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. He does not let us get away with that. Right. Instead, he says, I'm going to flip it on you. Pray this. Hey, God, as much as I forgive other people, forgive me that much. That's what oh. this means. And forgive us our debts as we have also been forgiven, or as we have also forgiven yeah. our debtors. It's like he, okay. he relates the forgiveness I ask for to my forgiveness. And I right. think that's incredibly intentional because it puts me in tension uh-huh. of, it, am I going to operate differently than Jesus? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be less tolerant of forgiveness and think that I've been right. so much more offended than he has? And remember, he, he forgives everything <clears throat> in my entire life and anybody who calls on him, he'll, he'll right. forgive. So it kind of gives us like this clear, I, I, I want to lead with that because the Bible doesn't really offer a lot of wiggle room on whether or not you forgive when you've been wronged. Right. Okay. Okay. But that's, that's really hard. Okay. There are things people have done in my life that are extremely painful. Mm-hmm. And then if they, if they turn to God or turn to Jesus, that he just like lets it go. You know, how mm-hmm. am I supposed to walk in that? That I feel pain and anger and frustration yeah. at people, whether it's a big thing or a small thing. Like, let's just say like a small thing would be somebody uh, interrupts me when I was saying something like deep or vulnerable and yeah. then I feel uh, disrespected, whatever, you know, like they don't respect me as a person. Yeah. That's a small thing but it's like, come on, like there's some element of me like I want justice, like at least admit, tell me you've, mm. you've done something wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not always going to get that. Right. So how do I, <laughs> it's hard to live it out is what I'm trying to say is like, how do I, there are some really hard things. Yeah. That people that people have done to other people, that people who yes. are listening have experienced. And it's really hard to forgive. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so how do I, why should I move that direction, actually? Let's start with why. Yeah. If you're okay with that. Well, let's, um, the why is simple. The why is you forgive because you've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you've been forgiven, the, the entirety of your life, when you receive Jesus, you say, yes, I believe you are who you say you are, and I want to follow you the rest of my life. Follow means model. Yeah. Do the stuff you do. So because he always and only forgives, yeah. you must also always and only forgive if you're going to follow him. If there's ever a moment you're not forgiving, you're not following. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just that mm-hmm. simple. Okay. So that's the why. It's the motivation of I want to be like Jesus. He's forgiven me. I want to forgive. Doesn't make it easy. No, no, it um, doesn't. And I, I, this is the point where we've got to separate out some terms that people sometimes lump together and it creates confusion. Yeah. Forgiveness is not the same as reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reconciliation is repaired relationship that is like it used to be or better. Right. Okay. Building. It is not always appropriate for a reconciled relationship. Right. There are many cases, and I just want to point out for the sake of utter clarity there are some of us who need to forgive people who abused us mm-hmm. and injured us. Mm-hmm. I would always encourage the journey of forgiving the people who've hurt us in mm-hmm. those sorts of ways. Yeah. I would not always counsel reconciliation. Sometimes it is right. unsafe yeah. to reconcile a relationship, to put yourself back in a situation right. where you might be harmed. So I want to be really clear about that. I'm not talking necessarily 
about reconciliation. Right. I'm talking about <clears throat> forgiveness. Okay. And forgiveness is I no longer hold this over your head. Yeah. Yeah. I say you're released of that from me. I forgive mm. you. It's it's a it's a different thing. Okay. Now help me understand, like, I get that Jesus forgave me and that I can forgive others because of that. I get that. And just to be totally honest with you, as a human who is selfish and <laughs> is, like you said, making mistakes, like I could be doing that now, right? Yeah. Or not walking within God's design, et cetera. Uh, selfishly, I'm like, okay, cool. And also, like, I'm still forgiven and I don't need, I don't need that. So I guess help me understand what's on the other side of forgiving somebody. You what's the what other mean? side of it? Yeah. For, um, for me. I, and I know that sounds selfish, but. Well, but and I, I think that's okay to think about it that way. Um, it's the other side of it for you um, said simply is you're going to be more like Jesus, led by yeah. him and his spirit, where mm-hmm. the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. Yeah. Okay. That's a Bible okay. verse, by the way. Right. Where the spirit of the Lord is there, there is freedom. Yeah. That's a promise. So if you go where Jesus goes, mm-hmm. where his spirit goes, you follow that you'll experience more freedom. And that goes for everything, but in particular for forgiveness, because the opposite of forgiveness is unforgiveness and unforgiveness is a prison you put yourself in. Okay. So say that, wait, say that again. Unforgiveness is a prison you put yourself in. Okay. Meaning every time you think of that person, you're in a prison, involuntary response. I'm angry. I think about that. Yeah. Oh, Mm. Oh, I'm just angry. Oh, I just can't. That's a prison. I don't have any control. I'm locked by my emotion. I'm chained to anger. Mm, yeah. I'm chained to bitterness. Yeah. And, you know, there's all kinds of like almost cliched statements about bitterness, uh, <laughs> some of which make yeah. me laugh. But yeah. uh, there's one that I, I at least like the, the intent of. And it said, you know, bitterness, bitterness is like um, drinking poison and yep. expecting it to hurt the yeah. other person. Yeah, I've heard that one. Right. I like, I like it. And it's like, I think that that's true. I and, do too. and you have to go like, yeah. It's not a choice of do I remain neutral or forgive? No, 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 no. It's do I not forgive, which yeah. is bitterness and anger? Yeah. Do I want bitterness and anger or forgiveness? Yeah. And so if you have a, if this is like, if you're a logical like person, <clears throat> yeah. Open up a, a Google spreadsheet and make yourself a pro con list. Yeah. What are the pros of bitterness and anger? What are the cons of bitterness and anger? <laughs> yeah. What are yeah. the pros of right. forgiveness? What are the cons of forgiveness? And if you do that honestly, and if you put any research into it, I mean, even again, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're not a full, full believer, that's totally mm-hmm. fine. You yeah. can look up the effects of bitterness yeah. on mental health, anger on mental mm-hmm. health. Yeah. And you'll find all kinds of stats that verify what the Bible says. For sure. Uh, this is a, there's a Bible verse that says bitterness is, is, a, is a, a bitter root. Like it's like a... Yeah. It's like this thing in you that festers and gets mm-hmm. worse over time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get better over time. Bitterness left alone does not get better over time. Right. It gets worse <clears throat> over time. It takes over more of your thought life. Right. More of your patterns. It takes gives you more anxiety, less less joy. All that stuff is true. And so what do you get? You get freedom. Yeah. And it's Okay. So wait, I actually don't want to rush past that. Rush past that. You get freedom. Great. Okay. Um, and I think a good question for people to ask themselves right now as you're listening. And if you can call anything to mind, whether it's a small paper cut from somebody, and I use that metaphorically, or um, a major, major thing that changed your life um, for the worse, right? I'm not not saying, yeah. So 
my the question would be what are you expecting the unforgiveness to bring you you know you have an expectation there you are holding it for a reason why hold it yeah Is that what you're yeah like what well i'm saying for the listeners like ask yourself yeah why are you holding on to that yeah because you you have one you have an expectation you haven't you maybe haven't named it of like well i'm expecting justice i'm expecting them to repent or tell me that they, what they did was really wrong. I'm expecting uh, for things to get fixed, you know, like things like that. Like I would say calling them to mind and naming that would be really helpful because yeah. you have to at least be able to walk through that and go, will this, can, will me staying bitter bring this? Right. And I right. think the answer is no. No, it, yeah. it won't. It, it won't at all. Yeah. Um, if you stay bitter, you're, you'll stay stuck. Do you want to stay stuck? Right. No, I don't want to stay stuck. So you got to forgive. Yeah. I think the reason people hold on to it and don't forgive, and this is true in my life, you know, I say people, I'll talk about me. <laughs> um, when I get, when you've wronged me and I hold yeah. it, hold it over your head, mm-hmm. it's a form of power over you. Mm, okay. I'm better than you. Mm. You've wronged me. I get to hold it against you. And it's like, yeah. it's like a sword I hold at your neck. Right. Right. And that's a form of power, mm. which is intoxicating in some yeah. degree. Yeah. And when I forgive you, I'm choosing to move the sword from your neck and go, actually, um, I want to get as close to my savior as possible who washed the feet of the man who he knew would betray him to his death yeah. hours yeah. before it happened. Yeah. That's, that's the Jesus I follow. I want as close to that as I possibly can. Right. Because that's where freedom and life are found. Yeah. Um, something I wanted to bring up, if I can remember it, was, uh, oh, I was going to talk about how in my life, I can speak from experience, um, forgiveness, which I didn't really know anything about till my, maybe my third year as a Christian, like following Jesus. It was until year three where I started listening and taking it seriously. There were definitely things that I was holding mm-hmm. that were impacting my life in a negative way. But I wanted to keep it. Like, as I was telling you that question, like, I, I hadn't answered that, and I was keeping it. Uh-huh. Um, and it was making me angry, hurt, hurt, a lot of hurt. Like, I was just hurt all the time, feeling yeah. pain. Um, and so after I started learning about it and t- took it seriously, one thing I came into contact with was the fact that I could choose to forgive before I felt it. And I'm curious, I want to talk about that a little bit with you, um, because afterwards, like I, I remember praying, like Jesus, and I named the people, and I named what, like why I was hurt. And I said, Jesus, I forgive them. Will you please help me heal? Yeah. And it wasn't, it was not until then that I started along the process to actually getting better. And in my, in my um, walk, like becoming more of who he created me to be. Yeah. I think it makes total sense. And there is a gap between forgiving and feeling it yeah and that's okay it doesn't mean you didn't do it right right i mean a lot of times like (laughs) you just you just say i i forgive you and as best you possibly can in the moment and the person might even be be present as a by the way sometimes the people we need to forgive are literally impossible for us to talk to yeah this this comes up sometimes when i talk to people it's like i have to forgive a parent who's dead now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you should still forgive them Mm -hmm. so you may never have the conversation but i'm talking about you forgiving as best as you can when God says you need to forgive a person. Yeah. Like, like, like right now, if people are still listening. Yeah. I'll bet you've got somebody 
in your mind. It's like, ah, crap. Totally. <laughs> Uh, like yep. whoever's makes you ang- who makes you angry that's yeah. the person you need to forgive yeah yep. don't think harder than that right and and you might say okay god i am i know you want me to forgive so i'm forgiving them and i no longer am going to hold this against mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. they don't owe me anything right right uh there's no debt of them towards me i'm going to drop my expectation that they say sorry and I am going to return to the posture that you want me to take with everybody, which is when I see them, I want to love them and serve them mm-hmm. as best as I possibly can. Yeah. Get me back there. And yeah. and, and you might still like amen and go, Ugh. right, right. That's okay. Uh, yeah. I, I love your yeah. prayer of like, help me heal. Yeah. That follows it up. I think that's a really good right. one. I mean, I needed it and it, it worked um, over time. And, uh, I was going to say, in if you think about your friends right now, there's probably like bumps that you hit uh-huh. every once in a while that some of them are more like, oh, well, you know, I can let that go. Like you forgive them and then you never talk about it. Yeah. Other times it means like um, you can forgive them first and then go talk with them. Yeah. But I want to, something you said was um, about like they don't owe you anything. Yeah. I think that's a really beautiful part of forgiveness is that like when in my relationships with my friends, my well, yeah, the people around me in my life, when we do this and we talk through conflict and we like, hey, I forgive you or will you forgive me for and they say yes or I say yes. It doesn't mean yes. And I'm going to like remember this so that the next time you're late, I'm going to be like, well, see, it happened again. Or like it doesn't mean yes, but I'm going to change how I live around you well actually that's a different you might sometimes it does it does require changing your boundaries but forgiveness in general means um a clean slate yeah like it's empty there's nothing held against you which is really beautiful right that's why i think in matthew that word is translated debt yeah and sin depending Mm -hmm. on like who translates it but it, it really means sin a wrong you've committed, yeah. that means you owe me something, a debt. Right. That's what a debt right. is. You owe me something. Right. And you're going, you no longer owe me anything. Right. I'm going to release you from owing me anything. Yeah. That's that's what forgiveness is. All right. As we're nearing the end, two yep. things to end with. One, I kind of breached it, and I feel like it would be unfaithful to just let it go. At what point is it okay to like make boundaries of like, I forgive you, and I have to change something yeah uh, it, <laughs> i would say um there's some sort of a matrix probably to think about about like some people in my life are relationships i do not have an option of ending mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular as a father yeah <laughs> okay yeah often the people i need to forgive the most are my kids yeah like every day yeah because they do all kinds of crap that bothers me or yeah. you know i say don't do it <clears throat> and they do it and right so they forgive them all the time um it would be illegal for me to not forgive them and be like, I don't forgive you. You have to get out of my house. Yeah, I don't yeah. care that you're eight. You know, good luck. Here's a, here's yeah. a, I don't even know what I give them. Oh, here's $5 and a, and a pocket knife. Good luck surviving. You know, I can't do that. Right, okay. Right. Um, my wife, mm-hmm. I believe in covenant marriage in the Bible. I can't, I don't have an option yeah. of not, of not forgiving her. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk with the other end of the spectrum. There are places and positions where it it feels like I forgive you and then I return to you and then you punch me in the face again. Mm, yeah. And then I forgive you for punching me in the face 
and then I try to talk to you about it, and I walk up, and you just punched me in the face again? Right, right. Okay? Okay. Um, there's a stamina to forgiveness that we're called to. Jesus says, he was asked one time, how many times am I supposed to forgive somebody? He's like, seven? Yeah. And he's like, no, 70 times seven. Mm-hmm. Not because he literally met right. 490 times. Did he, you know, you knew that? Did you just do that in your head? Yeah. Wow. That's only seven times seven plus seven a zero. Seven times seven. Yeah, you're right. All yeah. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you for being impressed. <laughs> it wasn't because he meant like, you know, 490 is the magical number and at yeah. 491 you don't have to. He just meant like over and over again. Have yeah. a stamina with people. Yeah. And I'd say you have to be the judge of when that relationship or when <clears throat> that person is just, it, it turns into an abuse. Okay. And, yeah. and you don't need to go back. And again, I, I, I want to be really, really careful. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. I do not, not counsel people to stay in a dangerous situation right. for yourself. Mm. Yep. And with that, you know, having people who have your back. Yeah. And that could be a trusted friend. You know, you know that they love you and they will support you. Like you might need to hear their voice in that. Yeah. Um, or getting professional help for yeah. sure. Right. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, and if there's a, if there's a repeat forgiving somebody scenario, yeah. oftentimes in the Bible, there's, there's coaching that looks like pulling somebody else into that conversation. Right. So right. classic example is Matthew 18. We'll get yeah. into this. We talk about conflict yes. more. But the little preview would be when you have a conflict, you, you forgive and then you go into the conflict. So yeah. forgive first. Mm-hmm. Don't have the conversation without, without you forgiving them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then in that, if it, if it doesn't lead to reconciliation, if the thing that they're doing that causes you need to forgive them continues, then you bring somebody else in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It can be helpful for somebody to be that person to come in, to be able to help you assess like, What's actually happening here? Right, right. And those are the moments where somebody might go, "Hey, yeah. this is an unsafe situation." Yeah. And let me tell you, yeah. you you need to you need distance. You need to totally. leave right now. You know that yep. that can be a so a big help. What I heard from you is we're still called to forgive, and if that person will not, or maybe they say they are, but in action, what they show is not change. Yeah. Probably something needs to happen other than just continuing that cycle. Yes. Break the cycle. Yeah. Okay. So as we close. Um, Generally, just like to summarize, why forgive and then a practical step for everybody? Why forgive is because the foundation of your faith is forgiveness. Yeah. Without the forgiveness you've been given, there is nothing for you in mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's why. And verses like the one I read, Matthew 6, verse 12. Here's another one. This is Colossians 3, 13. It says really simply, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Mm-hmm. That's the why. Yeah. And you'll get more freedom as a result of it. Um, and then simple sort of practical, if you want to do it, start this way. Uh, think of the person who, as we've been talking, you just felt like, Ugh, about <laughs> yep. the, the person yep. makes you angry. Call them to your mind. Try to picture them in the front of your mind and start a conversation with God. Say, God, this person has wronged me yeah. in these ways. And yeah. Just say them. Don't skip that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then go, God, this is a debt they owe me. And as you've forgiven me, I forgive them. I release them from that debt. And if you know Bible verses that are like super special to you about how God has forgiven you, like he separated your sins as far as the East is from the West. You might even try going there. Like I'm, I'm removing the debt they owe me yeah. as far as the East is from the West. That's how separate they are from this debt. It's, it's gone. <clears throat> yeah. And then I liked your thing about healing. God, help me heal mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the hurt. Yeah. You be the fix yeah. to the to this right. thing. And then help me understand 
whether this is a relationship you want reconciled and how that might how I might right. go about that. Right. Amen. That's it. Awesome. All right. Hey, we love you guys. If this or any other episode has helped you, please, 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 please share it with somebody else. We want it to help whoever whoever needs it. If you think of a topic and like, oh, think of that person, send it to them, please. Um, we love you and we will see you next week. Bye.